and honor and wisdom and strength we lift up our hands to our God to our God to thee we ascribe we ascribe glory and honor and wisdom and strength to our God hallelujah bless him in this place
I'm yours. I'm yours. Every time I open my eyes, every time I open my heart, every time I open my mind, every time I open my heart, every time I open my mind, 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 every time I open my m
Every time I open my eyes, 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 every time I wake up, every time I open my eyes, every time I wake up, every time I open my eyes, 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 you are already mine hallelujah you're mine Lord hallelujah you're mine hallelujah not for my acts not for my doings but you love me that much you love me that much to give me all of you hallelujah Your face, oh, your 
electrical devices that we have he's nothing like that you know where you plug up and then you disconnect and then you walk away and you use it 
and then when you feel yourself, you know, or look at the battery status and it's low or it's died, you go and plug back in and then you unplug and you do that over and over again with headphones, with cell phones, you know, with head, everything requires it. But do you know if we stay connected, if we never disconnect from our God, he is a constant supply. I'm saying a constant supply of life, of peace, of joy, of happiness, of laughter, of prosperity, of joy. Come on, a constant supply. We run low and we run out when we disconnect. But he's saying, I'm portable. Wherever you go, wherever you are, lo, I am with you always, even until the ends of the earth. If you were stranded on a deserted island by yourself, he's there. Our constant, our constant supply is always there. But the key is, we've got to stop disconnecting. We've got to stop disconnecting. We've got to stop trying to figure out how to do it on our own. We've got to stop, as you prayed, leaning to our own understanding. But we've got to acknowledge him in all our ways. And I tell you something, he's going to direct you in and through green pastures. He's going to lead you beside still waters. He will restore. He will restore your soul. Hallelujah. So we, as children of the Most High God, we should never run out of anything I said of anything we are connected to the eternal source hallelujah Lord we worship your name in this house we lift your name high high above all situations and circumstances God we know it's not you you're not running out you're not running out it's impossible it's impossible for you not to have everything we need at any time we needed God but God tonight we're committing to staying connected to you to making this more than just the lyrics of a song oh God that we need you know God it's our life declaration we need you father God without you we would fail without you we'd be nothing without you God we'd suffer loss and defeat over and over again thank you God for your constant presence in our life. Thank you that we can always count on you. You will never forsake us. You'll never leave us, oh God. Thank you, God, you love us so much that you refuse to slumber or sleep. Even what we call your rest is nothing like rest that we know, God. Oh God, you're always mindful of us always working on our behalf always leading and guiding us and we thank you for it tonight oh god god we're so grateful that tonight in this house there is a word for us thank you in this house your presence is it's here we acknowledge it oh god hallelujah and god so we draw everything we need from your presence oh god and our mouths will be filled with praise hallelujah we're excited about the word we're excited about the word God we're excited about the word God we're excited about your visitation we're excited about the manifestation and God we're excited to keep on praising you to keep on lifting you up to keep on exalting your name oh God we need you father we need you now we can do without everything else but you we need we have to have you oh God you are our life it's in you that we live and we move and we have our being. So Father, tonight, speak to us. Speak over us. 
God, we're even asking that you speak into us, oh God. Impregnate us with your word, God. Stir up dead things. Huh. God, stir up forgotten things in us tonight by your word. God, we, your people, will hear. We thank you for our man of God. We thank you for what you've deposited on the inside of him, God. And we won't take this time lightly, oh God. No, we stir ourselves up. We make our physical bodies and our soul line up with our strong spirit. And we receive your word tonight. We know it's able to save our souls. We thank you tonight. We love you and we exalt you out of Zion. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. will satisfy every longing and every desire you know when you try to satisfy them with earthly things it's temporary you know you eat at four eight o'clock you're hungry again oh but my god if we stay connected to the word stay connected to the lord stay connected to his spirit my goodness we never run out amen hallelujah i'm so glad to see you all tonight hallelujah so glad to see my family uh, to be back in the house of God. You know, it seems like a long time from Sunday to Wednesday. This church is the highlight of my week. I mean, it's the highlight. I can't wait to get into the house of God. And I know it's the same for you. Why? Because you're here. And none of you look like you had to be fought to get in here. Nobody looked like <laughs> they had to be drugged into the house. No, I see the joy on your faces. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, God's going to honor that. Hallelujah. If you're watching by way of internet, good evening. God bless you. Anybody, it's your first time tonight? first time in the house first time second timers you were here before and you came back family and friends tonight amen hallelujah well let's take a couple of moments and welcome your brother and sister let them know you're so glad to see them amen Bless you and lift you up. Name above all 
Now listen, I know it's Wednesday. I know you've been working. I know you're tired. I know you might be sleeping, might be hungry. But I got dressed up tonight. I done come in to sing a couple songs and sit down and be done. So are we going to dance or what? Are we going to praise God or what? Because if not, we might as well go home. Y'all going to move? Come on, say it. I've come to praise you, to bless you, and lift you up. I've come to praise you, and bless you, and lift you up. Y'all ain't moving yet. I've come to praise you, and bless you, and lift you up. In the name of our name. I've come to praise you, to bless you, and lift you up. I've come to praise you, and bless you, and lift you up. I've come to praise you, and bless you, and lift you up. The name of our Lord, Jesus, Jesus, we give you praise, Jesus, I give you praise, oh, Jesus, I give you praise. I have come to praise your name. I have come to praise your name. Jesus, Jesus, everybody, everybody. Oh, I give you praise. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, I give you, I give you praise. I have come, I have come to praise your name. Come on, come on. Hey, move out your seat if you have to. Come on. Go ahead, dance a minute. Come on. Get your blood flowing. Get your body moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Jesus, 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 Jesus. I give you praise. Hey! 
triumph. With the voice of triumph. Oh, clap your hands. You got it. Shout out to God. Shout out to God. Oh, clap your hands. Oh, clap your hands. Shout out to God. Oh, clap your hands. Oh, clap your hands. Shout out to God. Shout out to God. With the voice of triumph. With the voice of triumph. Come on, shout. With the voice of triumph. With the voice of triumph. With the voice of triumph, 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 that's How you feel now? How you feel now? I know I'm tired. I'm hot. Yeah, but you you feel better now because the more I praise Him, the better I feel. The more I praise Him, the better I feel. You might have come in tired, but the more you praise Him. You might have come in struggling, but the more you praise Him. You might have come in trouble, but the more you praise Him. because he inhabits the praises of his people. Amen? All right, now let's give an offering. Now let's give an offering unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Give me an envelope up here. Hallelujah. Ha <laughs> ha! 
I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. Oh, I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. Oh, I give you praise. Oh, I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. Lord, I give you praise. Anybody got a little rock and roll in them? I give you praise. Lord, I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. When you got your offer ready, I want you to jump on your feet. When you got your offer ready, are you ready? You ready to give? Yeah. Ready to give God praise yeah. and an offering? Yeah. Well, when they crank this music up, when they crank it up, when they crank it up, yeah. then I want y'all to come up here and give y'all offering and dance and dance your way back to your seat. Two, two, one, two, three. I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. So I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. So I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. give you praise. Some of y'all tired and worn out already. Mama Alberta said this. Mama Alberta said, if the body of Christ would praise God for an hour straight, just praise God like that for an hour straight, you guarantee to lose weight every day. I can't figure out how to lose weight. Praise God for an hour. You ain't got to go to no aerobics class. You ain't got to pay for no Pilates and all that stuff. 
Peloton. You need no Peloton. Better use Tom and Jerry. Dance your way into, into your best life. Dance yourself down two sizes. Get fit for the kingdom that way. Hallelujah. Father, we just want to thank you and praise you for all you've done for us. Thank you for demonstrating your goodness and your love and your kindness, your character in our lives. Thank you, Father, for just being who you are. We appreciate all your faithfulness, your provision, your protection. Thank you for the hedge of blessing that you've placed around every one of us to keep blessings coming in and keep the enemy and the curses from, from coming into our lives. Thank you, Father, that we prosper on every side and in every way. And I pray, Father, as we brought our tithes, our offerings, our gifts of thanksgiving into your house, that you see our hearts and know that we really do appreciate you. And we give you praise above all things, above all else. There's no one like you and no one else for us but you, Lord. Tonight, as we have given, we thank you that your word makes us a promise that it'll be given back to us. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over your cause, men to give back to us. Thank you, Father, that you'll make all grace abound toward us so that, Lord, we'll always have all sufficiency in all things and abound to every good work. So continue to do your will and your purpose in our lives. We give you all the praise and the glory and honor for we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. I give you praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We're glad to be here tonight. Oh, I'm glad anyway. I'm glad to be here tonight. I'm glad I showed up. Glad I bothered to get dressed and come to the house of God tonight. No place I'd rather be than in the house of God. I don't care what's going on there in the world right now. Nothing better than what's going on in the house of God. And so we're glad to be here and uh, hope you all had a, have had a great start to your week. Yes, sir. And uh, you ready for a powerful uh, rest or end to your week. Yes. You're going to finish strong. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. We got to give you something to charge you up to get you through the rest of the week. I know you're going you're gonna to make it anyhow. You're going to do well anyhow. Amen. God is doing some great things. Glory to God. Trish, come up here real quick. Come up here. She's so timid and shy. Come on up here. Oh, that microphone. Microphone. Tell us about uh, a couple things happened to you. Y'all don't mind the gum. One thing, you know, we had this debt freedom thing that's been popping off in here during these 90 days. Tell us about that. 
I got $979 of debt canceled. Come on! So I, I got to help her. So then the other thing is, that's big. The other thing is, for a long time, at least well over a year ago, she came to me and praying about trying to, she's, she does uh, hair, she's a hairstylist. And uh, she was looking for a place, another place to live, but also look, looking for a place to, uh, play, to do her business in, her own place. And looking, I've been praying for that, pray for you well over a year for that. And then, but you said this morning, you've been looking for a long time, a lot longer than that. So tell us what's happening this 90 days. I got a this place. This first 20, Lord, 24 days we're in now. The Lord blessed me with a place that's it's a, it's an apartment at the top, and my business at the, is at the bottom. It's a lot cheaper than the apartment that I pay for now. The two put together. So she's about to get two for the less than the price of one. To have your living space and workspace in one building, less than what you're paying now just to live. And uh, you're moving back now. It's back here in town, in the area. And a beautiful place, been nicely ready for you and all that kind of good stuff. And the Lord has opened doors for you. Got your furniture, everything ready to go. Everything. He actually did everything. Even the plumbing for my sink. He did everything. everything in it is brand new. So all this, years been searching for both. And here in this window, bam, there it is. Twice as nice, half the price. Give God a praise for that. God is doing it. Glory to God. Amen. God is good. God's got all kind of great surprises that are stored for you. It's, it's, it's just, we got to just, you know, follow God, follow his lead um, in your heart. You may plan your way, but God will direct your steps. Amen. Let God direct your steps. Amen. Amen. How many of y'all like to fish? You know, my, my, I, like, I like fishing, but my, what I hate about fishing is that I don't have a boat. You know, it's the, that on the sideline, that's, it ain't the same. Oscar, Andrew, come testify. Come up here. Come These fisher, fishermen and women. Andrew, first couple things happen on your job. Uh, yes, um, so everybody at my job always would say, hey, I should vote for you as employee of the month, but it would never happen. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I, I, I just did my job. So this month, I'm sitting there and they started going through, because you have to say why you're voting for the person when you vote. And they started going through these lists and they said the person cares about us more than they care about the company. And they went through all this list and at the end they said, Angela Wayne. And I was like, whoa, I need y'all to burn that one that you just read, though, because I don't need the company to know that. So I, they made me employee of the month in this month. And that comes with a look bonus. 
it, it comes with a $75 bonus. So, When I when we when I got home Monday after flight, I was going through my work emails, and the, um, my regional emailed me and told me, "Hey, I'm making you the regional champion, HR champion." And I said, "She said, is that okay with you? Because what it means is basically everybody in all the companies in the region under the umbrella of our our company come to me for questions, training, answers, and." It comes with a 2800 $2,080 increase a year. That's my wife. Okay. But just uh, off rip, uh, I bought her, I just want to start a little bit ahead of time, a little bit, if you don't mind. Um, <laughs> How much, time, a, how much time we talking about? Uh, I bought a little boat uh, not too long ago. I say uh, about a year ago. Uh, took my, tried to take my my family out fishing. You know, me, Jerry, and Angie, and we went out fishing. And I figured that wasn't the boat because that was, mm, it wasn't working. Okay, wasn't working. That didn't happen. I just stopped it, and it's been sitting up since then, right? And now, all of a sudden, the other day, we, uh, Angie, Angie just happened to say, oh, "Let's go over to Daddy's house." I knew I really didn't want to go, but okay, let me. It's it late. Go, okay? it late. You know what I'm saying? I just went ahead and, well, I love my daddy, but it was after flight and we was tired and ready to go home and go sleep. But I went over there and we got over there and all of a sudden, now he done had this boat sitting in his garage for I don't know how long. Okay, he ain't took it out. It ain't even got no miles on it, really. Okay, it ain't got no miles on it. Uh, 17 foot uh, skiff, something like that. And all of a sudden, he has break out a title and say, It's yours. So, so needless to say, um, I, I was always saying, you know, can't go fishing during harvest. But he, he just let me know I can take a minute and go fishing and take my family fishing and all that good stuff. So he made a way. That's good. I told y'all, you never know. You might come outside, it might be in, in your driveway. It might just be in your driveway. There's a sign title and everything. Yeah. Won't he do it, Brother Jeff? Yeah. That's how it happened, Minister Jeff. Yeah. Debt free car, here's a title. Boom. Yeah. Sign that. Uh, you said Joya? Joya? All right, come on, Joya. Come on, dude. Tell me what the Lord has done. I don't know this one, so I'll be surprised too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> um, well, today I got some exciting news today. Um, I have been promoted to assistant director. <laughs> oh, 
I'm so thankful because about five years I was gonna quit the field. Mm -hmm. That was right. And I'm so thankful. <laughs> I'm thankful that you kept me in. <laughs> I'm thankful for this window that has been opened. Right. And when we first started this, I seen a vision of like God's hand over us. Yeah. And then just seeing all of these testimonies about these debt cancellations, these promotions, these houses, yeah. I just thankful. <laughs> so continue to trust in him. To look towards him because he will direct your path. That's right. Keep honoring him, honoring our men and women of God. Um, I'm not a real big talker. So. You're doing pretty good. Um, <laughs> and I'm not going to sing a song to my mom. <laughs> That's your mom. Leave that to your mom. But the line is moving. That's it's right. Moving. That's right. That's tremendous. That's tremendous. I remember when she started that, that that job over there, and how the director there called Pastor Kim was just so thankful for sending her over there. I mean, she just couldn't couldn't really articulate how thankful she was to have Joya over there. Yeah, God's getting her ready to take take over that. Amen. So just like Janika took over the Y, she'll take over that location. Amen. God is doing big things. Big, big, big things for his people. Amen. That's so good. That's so good. Well, let's get into the word tonight. Hallelujah. Deacon Tyrone, I ain't see you, man. I feel more secure now. Uh, Joel chapter 2. Joel, J-O-E-L, Joel chapter 2. I can really rest now. Joel, Joel 2 and uh, verse 21 through 24. See what the Lord will say to us tonight. You'll have that? Okay, let's read this all together. Ready, read. Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done marvelous things. Do not be afraid, you beasts of the field, for the open pastures are springing up, and the tree bears its fruit. The fig tree and the vine yield their strength. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given you the former rain faithfully, and he will cause the rain to come down for you. The former rain and the latter rain in the first month. The threshing floors shall be full of wheat, and the vats shall overflow with new wine and oil. Now, do me a favor, please. Give me that same verse, verse 21 in the, in the King James real quick, and we'll compare the two. 21 in King James says, Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. 
How many of y'all excited about that? The Lord will do great things. That's exciting right there. When you go back to the New King James and many other translations, it reads this way. And the New King James says, Fear not, O land, and be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done marvelous things. It's the Lord's doing. Doing. It is. So whether it's done or it's being done or will do, it is the Lord's doing. And it's marvelous in our eyes. Tonight I want to use from this first verse here, uh, fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice. That's our title. Fear not, be glad and rejoice. Fear not, look at your neighbor and say, fear not, be glad and rejoice. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. This is important right now, ladies and gentlemen. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. 66 days left. Fear not. Be glad. And rejoice. All right. Father God, thank you tonight for the word that we're about to receive. Speak now for your servants we hear and we intend to obey. Thank you that there's no hindrance or distraction to the word, but every ear is open, every eye is open, every heart has been enlarged to receive the word of God to, to, uh, tonight. So speak, Lord, from heaven. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. amen. And amen. Fear not, be glad, and rejoice. Hallelujah. Again, this is 2019, the year of abundant manifestation. Amen. A year of visitation. And we're just going to keep reminding ourselves of that, especially during this 90 day time frame, that this is a time of visitation. And so as we can hear about these testimonies, God is already uh, visiting his people in phenomenal ways. Amen. Amen. We've heard about uh, several, you know, debt cancellations and all those kind of things and cars paid for, new boats and houses and all that kind of set up and being happening, promotions, all those kind of things and healings manifested and so forth. Uh, God is doing tremendous things and we're in this 90 day, we're, this is day 24 of this 90 day window of unusual manifestation and unusual prosperity. Now the thing about it is uh, manifestation is good by itself. Prosperity is good by itself. You, you and I can live pretty good off prosperity. Am I right about it? I can, we can do very well off prosperity. Very well off just constant manifestation. But we're talking about a time here, just this 90 days, of unusual. Just unusual. These kind of surprises. You, you, you show up at a house and here, here's a title to a, to a boat. That's just, it's, it's a surprise. God, I wasn't even working on that. God, I wasn't even working on that. God, I just want to surprise. I just want to bless you. I just want to say, hey, boy, I love you. Hallelujah. And so God is, during this time, we've been talking heavily about visitation. And visitation brings manifestation. And that's what we're seeing. And manifestation is bringing uh, revelation into the, into the lives of God's people. Is that right? Yes. Now, remember on uh, Sunday and this past Wednesday, I shared with you a few things that have happened from visitation. If you get one visitation, I told you how one visitation will erase a lifetime of shame and disappointment. One visitation will erase a lifetime of shame and disappointment. Glory to God. One visitation will deliver you from a lifetime of bondage. 
One visitation will turn a famine into a feast. Is that right? Now, if I don't try to go back through the scriptures and the stories, you, you know them if you've been here. If you haven't, go back on our, uh, one of our various channels that you can uh, glean the word from and just you can see these scriptures that I used to teach on those things. Also, one visitation will turn your seed into a harvest. Amen? Amen. I share with you this past Sunday, one visitation will restore everything the devil has stolen from you. Glory to God. If a thief be found, he has returned sevenfold. He may have to give up his own household, his whole house, his whole house. One morning we were in prayer and Sister uh, 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 Shante brought a revelation about when you read that scripture, it's very true that that said if he's that guy, that thief is still in because he's hungry. But the thief ain't still in because he's hungry. I mean, the devil ain't still in because he's hungry. That's just what he does. He still kills and destroys. So sevenfold isn't even, that ain't enough. He got to give up his whole household. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. So we can look forward to things being returned that have been stolen from us. How many of y'all ever had anything stolen? I mean, even in the natural, you had some jewelry or anything stolen. Well, look forward to all come back. We said one visitation will resurrect the dead things in your life. Amen? And God will do that. He'll raise, he's, he's the one, according to Romans 4, 17, who gives life to the dead. So he'll raise dead things that have uh, happened in your life. Amen? All right, now, Sunday I showed you the difference between two guys and their experiences with the ark. You remember that? Uh, the ark of the Lord of hosts visited a guy named Abinadab and then later visited this guy we've been talking about for a while now, Obed-Edom. And we're on the Obed-Edom side. Amen. Now if you recall, I taught you Abinadab, his name even means son of nobility. So Abinadab was a noble person. He was, he was of the uh, upper echelon of society. If you remember his house, the Bible said a few times, he, uh, his house on a hill or on the hill. So he lived, he was a high class uh, individual, if you, if you will. All right? And we saw when the, when the ark came to his house, the, how long did it stay there? Oh boy, y'all just let me down. We're going to start again. The, the ark came to Obed-Edom's house. Uh, came to Abinadab's house in 1 Samuel chapter 6 and uh, on the hill. He was a son of nobility. He lived up on a hill. He was a high class individual. Uppity. Well to do. And uh, the ark stayed there in his house. How long did it stay there? Very good. Very good. Class 20, 20 years the ark was in his house and yet there's no record of any unusual activity. There's no record of any unusual manifestation. There's no record of any unusual prosperity. No record of any, anything popping off. There's no, no record of, of his household or even him being blessed. The same ark. That was at Obed-Edom's house 20 years later. Spent 20 years at this man's house and there's nothing to show for this ark being there. Well, remember we read the story what happened when they brought the ark to his house? It says for 20 years the people lamented before the Lord. They were there crying. They were in sorrow. They were weeping. They were sighing. They were mourning. 
and mourning and crying, weeping and lamenting, they, that doesn't move God. You can't get God into, the, into your presence when you're mourning and sorrowful and sad. Amen? That's why we, you know, the, the, we, 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 we reject all the mournful uh, gospel music. Most of this stuff ain't, is not even praise and worship. It's gospel blues. Amen. Oh, you can't get God's presence with no mournful, you know, coming up the rough side of the mountain and you're one of these old mornings. Don't, 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 don't. Won't be very long. You're going to look for me and I'll be gone. You planning on being gone? <laughs> right? Praise the Lord. So what happened in Abinadab's house was these people missed out on their time of visitation. Now I want you to turn to Luke 19. I want to I just look at that again. Luke 19, remember the story Jesus talks about this visitation here. Luke 19 and verse 41. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, help us tonight. It says, now as he drew near... This is 1941. He saw the city and did what? Wept, Wept over it, saying, if, if you had known. In other words, it was possible for you to, to have known, but you didn't know. If you had known, even you, especially in this your day, notice the word your. This your day, the things that make for your peace. So there's there's your day and your peace. There's a prosperity, there's a security, there's a happiness, there's a felicity, there's a, there's a, a, a safety that belongs to you in your day. He says, but now they are hidden from your eyes. Notice he didn't just say you can't see them, he said now they're hidden. In other words, it's there, but it's hidden from you. You can't see it anymore. Why? Because you wouldn't see you can't see now because you wouldn't see. You wouldn't see. I need y'all to hear me tonight. Now, I know y'all are the right crew. Y'all are Wednesday night crew, so you'll get this a little faster. If you refuse to see, then you will not be able to see when you need to see. We read it, read, I believe it's in Proverbs chapter 1. You know, we read Proverbs 1 every month. And you read about how wisdom is crying out, wisdom calling out, calling out, hey, 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 hey. And then wisdom, wisdom finally says, you know what? I'll tell you what. Because you wouldn't listen to me when I was crying to you. Now I'm not going to listen to you when you're crying to me. Y'all read every month, right? I was crying to you and you wouldn't answer me. Now I'm not going to answer you when you're crying to me. Matter of fact, wisdom says I'm going to laugh at you in your calamity. So if you keep refusing, listen to me young people, listen to me young people, if you keep refusing and rejecting wisdom because you think, well, I'm, I'm young, I don't need that right now, there'll come a time when you need it and you won't be able to get it. Wisdom will be hidden from you, you won't be able to find it. So 
uh, even, even the old folks used to say, get all you can and can all you get. Y'all ever heard that? <laughs> get all you can and can all you get. What is that? I don't understand what that meant when I first heard it. What, what they meant was, gather all you can, and then everything you gather, can it. Preserve it. You, you may not know why you need geometry now. I'm talking to the young people. What? Well, I ain't never going to need this. Yes, you are. When, when you buy your, your first house and you need to buy carpet and you, you only got, you know, 800 square feet and they're going to charge you for 1,600 square feet. Why? Because you can't do your numbers. <laughs> You're going to need to know this stuff. So get all you can when you're here in church. Pay attention. Y'all hear me? Pay attention. Get all you can and can all you get. So wisdom, when wisdom is crying out, you receive wisdom. So Jesus says, when, when the visitation is there for you because you, wouldn't, you, you refuse to see it, now, now you can't see it. Now it is hidden from you. It's not, you're not allowed to see it. Oh my goodness. Glory to God. Similar to Jeremiah 17. If you read Jeremiah 17, verse 5, 6, 7, and 8, uh, 5 talks about curses the man who trusts in man whose heart departs from the Lord. Jeremiah 17, 5, right? It talks about how uh, he will not see good when it comes. So good's going to come, but he won't see it. And God doesn't want us to miss out on the good that comes. Tell your neighbor, good is coming. coming. <laughs> Joy said that the line is moving. Yeah. Glory to God. Stay in line. Tell your neighbor, stay in line. Stay in line. Don't get weary in well doing. Stay in line. Don't quit now. The line is moving. Glory to God. Pretty soon it's going it's to turn into an express lane. Just stay in the line. Glory to God. All right. So he says, uh, they are hidden from your eyes. Verse 43, for the days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment around you, surround you and close you in on every side and level you with you and your children within you to the ground. And they will not leave you in one stone upon another because you do not know the time of your visitation. How many times do you see the word you're there? Five times in that little passage, your. So it's personal. It's a very personal thing here. You got it? So Abinadab and the folk in his day missed it because they were busy lamenting and crying about God has abandoned us, but God hadn't abandoned him. Them, they had abandoned him. Y'all remember that? But then we see a guy named Obed-Edom. Fast forward 20 years. Obed-Edom, if you remember him, uh, his name uh, Obed itself means servant. So this man was a servant. I, I'm going to give you a little more on Obed-Edom. That's, that's going to be real great tonight. So he's a servant. And what we also know was that when, this, when they brought the Ark of the Covenant, when it arrived at Obed-Edom's house, it had been uh, 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 serenaded yeah. by worshipers and by praisers. David 
let the people in a praise and a jubilant festival, jubilant rejoicing uh, about the, in their excitement and their anticipation about what God was going to do uh, for, his, for the nation, for his people. And they praise God all along the way. And because they praise God, all of a sudden now God, the Bible says, Psalm 22, he inhabits, 22 verse 3, he, he inhabits the praise of his people. So now here they are. God comes and he dwells in the midst of their praise. And now that ark that was empty 20 years ago because there was lamenting and God, God, God stayed away from lamenting he's drawn to praise y'all not saying anything to me he stays away from lamenting he stays away from worry and fear and unbelief and doubt he stays away from all that crying and weeping but he's drawn to praise glory to God glory to God He's drawn to it. And so now that ark, when it arrives at Obed-Edom's house, it is filled with the presence of the Lord. If you remember, second, matter of fact, turn to 2 Samuel, 2 Samuel 6. Glory to God. 2 Samuel 6, verse 2. 2 Samuel 6, verse 2. And David arose and went with all the people who were with him from Baal, Judah, to bring up from there the ark of God, whose name is called by the name the Lord of hosts. Now remember the Lord of hosts. He's the God of angel armies. Remember I taught you on this uh, understanding spiritual realities. Do y'all remember that? Lord of hosts literally talks about the Lord of financial transactions. So whenever, so what was supposed to happen at Abinadab's house I mean this wasn't a new name. It's the same name it always had. So what was supposed to happen at Abinadab's house and for the people of Kirjath Jerem was they were supposed to experience a prosperity revival like they had never had before in their lives. They were supposed to experience financial breakthroughs and breakouts like they had not ever experienced in their lives. But because they were lamenting and crying and not, not worshiping and praising God, they missed out on that. But when they praised God in 20 years later in David's time, this same ark, same name, same Lord of hosts appears and Obed-Edom's whole household gets blessed. Just like our whole household is getting blessed. Matter of fact, we told you everybody connected to this house is getting blessed. I mean, people who are connected to you are getting blessed. I was blessed to hear a testimony, a uh, partial testimony on Sunday. My wife told me, I guess we were on the way home from church and uh, Elder Cheryl, I guess, is it your niece or cousin, someone, was visiting with us, right? And uh, I guess she watched, been watching. She lives, lives in another city, but was here Sunday. And share with my wife, I'm just gonna, just, I'm gonna tell you just the part that has already been, already happened. The other part is this, is we'll, we'll probably blast the doors right off this building. But the first part was how she was, uh, the Lord had said, the Lord had told she and her husband to really fast from work for 90 days. <laughs> and spend time with him. I just had a baby, right? Both of y'all, though, I need you to fast work 90 days and spend time with me. And they, you know, all right, okay, God. Everybody say radical obedience. Radical obedience. 
Okay, God, we're going to do that. And so as a story, long story short, got back to the, 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 the uh, work that she does and uh, got a $20 hour raise to come back. I didn't say raised to $20, I said a $20 an hour raise. And this happened within this same window that we're in right here. Because just watching online, that's the same thing I told y'all about Akila. She watching online from New York and all over the world, just staying online, still tithing, still sewing, all those kind of things from all over the world, and get a call from somebody and say, hey, we wanted to bless you. She thinks she's going to get, you know, $500, $1,000. They hand her $24,000. Care about 24,000. 24,000 don't move me. <laughs> so, so I'm talking about when you're in the right house and you got this. This is why this praise and worship is so critical. This is why we can't play with this praise and worship because it 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 invites the Lord of Hosts. To show up and when the Lord of hosts show up, he doesn't come in, come into Hannah and he doesn't come by himself. He brings the hosts with him. The hosts, the heavenly hosts come with him. Those ministering spirits, those ministering angels, prosperity angels and uh, harvest angels to go and work work your to work in your your cousin life you've been praying to get saved and you've been saying Lord Lord of the harvest send for the labors of the harvest and he said he already told us the, the angels are the reapers the Lord of hosts comes he brings all these things with him are y'all understanding this here hallelujah so the ark was filled with the presence of God amen Amen. Other than that, it would have just been the, the tablet and the, the omer, the omer of, uh, of manna and, and, the, and the Aaron's rod. Symbols. Just symbols. But no presence. The church, we're full of symbols. I'm not talking about symbols. I'm talking about symbols. Got our little crosses and all our little stuff. Those symbols. But no power. Oh, we, we don't want to have that. We need the presence, ladies and gentlemen. And he is, he is fully intent on manifesting himself in his fullness to you. Did you hear what I said? I didn't say to us, I said to you. We know he's manifesting to us. But I'm telling you, he's going beyond us and he's manifesting to you. Tell you that he's manifesting to you. Come on, encourage him personally. Tell him he's coming to your house. If they want to help you, just shout, he's coming to my house. He's coming to my house. 
coming to my house. I'll show you something here tonight. I'm going to show you something here. Okay. So Abinadab, son of nobility, house on the hill, lamenting, 20 years, no manifestation. Obed-Edom, servant of the Lord, servant. People praise and worship the Lord. God filled the ark. Three months. Yes. Yes. Three months. Three months. Doesn't take God long. No, sir. Now you know in, in business in business right they measure measure everything in quarters. Three months. We gonna have a we hope we have a good quarter. Right. Yes. Yes, sir. What kind of quarter did Obed Edom have? He can take the rest of the year off with that kind of quarter. Come on, when Jesus shows up, we just showed up on Peter's boat. They had a one a one day. That, that, that's like Black Friday. They had a one day. You, you, you know, y'all know why they call Black Friday Black Friday? They, they call Black Friday Black Friday because black in economic terms means you're now you're now in a profit zone. There's either you're the black, not black or white, it's black or red. A company's either in the red, which means you're at a loss, or in the black, which means you're making a profit. They call it Black Friday because they get all y'all to come spend y'all money, everybody in one day, and you push them out of the red over into the black. That's why it's called Black Friday. And God, the Lord, Jesus gave Peter and his company a, a black, I don't know what day it was. It might have been a Black Friday, Black Tuesday, Black Sunday, Black Wednesday, whatever it was. It wasn't a Black Saturday, I know that. He gave him a, a, it was a black day. Yeah, they, they didn't work on the Sabbath. He gave him a black day, whatever it was, though. Enough for three and a half years. At least. That's how much God, that's how easy I don't think y'all hear what I'm saying. That's how easy God can change your life. Now I know some of us say, well, that's, that's all Bible stuff. Bible, these people ain't in the Bible right here. We talking about y'all know them. Y'all know these people. You know these people right here. Y'all know the Cheryl. What y'all talking about? That's just Bible stories. You sound like a fool. <laughs> These people sitting right in your midst. All right, now let's keep going. Twenty-four thousand dollars. Twenty-four thousand. That's, that's it's, it's some people work two two part-time jobs trying to make twenty-four thousand. That the Lord gave Akila in one day. In one day. Work for it. We're talking about God. When is it gonna happen to me? The line is moving. 
You know, it, it, how many, how many y'all, how many y'all, you fly, you fly. All right, you go to, to the airport. Let's say we mostly fly to Tampa. You go to go to Tampa Airport, and you, when you first get there to before on, on air side, uh, after you get off the tram, you get on the air side, and you're now going to go through security. Well, when you go through security, there's one long line. Unless you're one of those TSA pre-check uh, people, you 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 uh, there's one long line, and so it's like frustrating. There's one long line, and you're like. It's moving very slowly. But once you get to the, to, the, to the point where they identify who you are and check you belong here, now you can go in several lines and start. It start you start moving in. Right now, you may just, some of you just may feel like you're in that long line just meandering. But just keep on going. Don't get out the line. You get out the line, you got to start all over again. Because there's more people coming. God bringing more people to this thing too. Stay in line, amen. All right, let's keep going here. Right, let's keep going. So Obed-Edom, everybody say Obed-Edom. Glory to God. We're not on the Benadab side, we're on Obed-Edom side. So Obed-Edom's name again means servant. But let's look at this here. In uh, 2 Samuel 6 and verse... 10 verse 10 because the ark is now filled presence of God Uzzah Abinadab's son touched it he died then he died before the Lord verse 10 so David would not move the ark of the Lord with him into the city of David but David took it aside aside so Abinadab was housed on a hill they're bringing it down so Obed-Edom's house is now a side. He just got a side house down in the valley somewhere. It ain't. Okay? But it says Obed Edom the Gittite. The Gittite. Now the word Gittite, if you trace the meaning of the word Gittite, comes from the word Gath. And it means wine pressing or wine presser. So he's Obed Edom the wine presser. Hmm. Wine presser. Or treader of grapes. Now, if you know anything about wine pressing or grape pressing or grape treading in that day, as opposed to don't think about modern technology, the Industrial Revolution, think about in that day, how did they press grapes? By their feet, with their feet. This is Obed-Edom's line of work. This is what his family does. They're, they're grape treaders. And if you were, were to do a little research, what you'll find is, is that they would get in these giant vats and they fill them with the grapes and they, they generally sometimes hang from a, from a, 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 a cord or a, uh, a beam and stomp on the grapes. But sometimes they because it, that was a boring, monotonous kind of routine work, they'd have to do music and have festivals. So rather than just stomp on grapes, they started to dance on the grapes. So here they are with that ark. Uh, 
and they're dancing. Now, when, when the Bible says they bl- that Obed-Edom's house was blessed, we gotta, now we can sort of try to get a, a, a clue as to well, how do they know his house was blessed? What, what kind of evidence was there? Well, if he's a, a grape treader, they're making wine, you know, you're gonna produce a certain amount of wine. But once the ark shows up at the house, they're saying, wait, this is un- an unusual amount of wine or grape juice that's coming, the production goes to a, an unusual, a phenomenal and unrealistic level that the people can't explain so much so that they've got to run and tell the king, King David, something has happened at Obed-Edom's house since we dropped that ark there. Great, sir. Yes, sir. This, this, their production levels have gone off the charts. They're producing in a way that is absolutely unusual, unexpected, unprecedented. (laughs) Y'all stay with me here. Now what I want you to understand is, it's no, I believe, matter of fact I know, that it's not coincidental for this ark to get left at Obed-Edom, the Gittites' house. Now remember, this ark is named after the Lord of Hosts. Lord of hosts. So the Lord of Hosts is now being hosted by a Gittite, a grape treader. Well, what does that mean? Help me out, Pastor. I'll help you. Grapes are a sign, a symbol in the word of prosperity. You check it out all through the word. You check it out all through the word, all the way through the word. Anytime you see grapes or wine, it's a, yeah, the Valley of Esco, it's, it's, it's a symbol, a signal that prosperity has hit or is about to come. Whenever God talks about blessing his people, you'll see almost always, he said, I'm going to take you to a land, land with, uh, where, where, with wine, oil, oil, and milk and honey, and oil, and new wine. Because grapes are a, a, a divine symbol of prosperity. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9. Look at Proverbs 3 verse 9 and 10 please. Proverbs 3 9 and 10. Y'all know these scriptures here. Can we prove it to you? Proverbs 3 verse 9 and 10. How many of y'all are are tithers and first fruit offering people? Don't lie to me. How many of y'all are tithers and first fruit offering people? Lord what it says. Honor the Lord with your possessions or your substance the King James says. And with the first fruits of all your increase. So God says you honor me. Now here's the return on your honor. Verse 10. So your barns will be filled with plenty. Everybody say plenty. Now what's a barn? It's a storehouse. In your, in your terms today, 2019, most of us don't have a barn in the backyard, a barn on the back 40. We have bank accounts. He says your bank accounts will be filled with plenty. 
I wish y'all would get more excited than that. He says, if you honor me, your bank account will be filled with plenty. Your days of, of having to balance your checkbook are over. <laughs> Glory to God. Y'all, boy, y'all don't want to hear that. Y'all don't want to hear that. Your days of, of having to go check the account before you go to the grocery store are over. Your days of having to check the account before you go to the mall are over. Because you're about to move. I'm giving you a sign from God that you're about to move over to a place where your bank accounts are going to be filled with plenty. Not just enough. Too much cash. Too much cash. They only insure $250,000. I got too much cash. I got to spread it all out. Matter of fact, it went down. I think they, they went, went down, didn't they? they, they yeah, you got you to add more accounts. So you're going to need more, some more accounts. You're going to need some more accounts. How, how I know you're going to need more accounts? Because it didn't say your barn. It said barn suck. I'll come on this side. It didn't say your barn. It said your barns. your vats vats is 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 a place of production vats is where (laughs) the the grapes the the juice from the grapes the wine is fermented where it it, it's stored where it's it's it 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 goes through its process and it says your vats notice what it says here will overflow now we went from filled I wish I had a believing church, boy. From filled with plenty to overflow. And notice he didn't say overflow with water. He specifically uses new wine. Because grapes, they are God's, just like y'all has this color on here. Just this purple, we like to like purple. It's God's, God's divine symbol of prosperity. That's why y'all, y'all like wearing purple and stuff. Don't you? It's royal, it's, it's regal, it's, it's prosperity. Come on, come on. It's prosperity. It's prosperity. Turn over the numbers real quick. I want to prove it. Can I prove it some more? Numbers 13. Numbers 13. Obed Edom the Gittite. The grape treader. <laughs> Glory to God. Numbers 13, are you there? Verse 2. Send men, this is the Lord says to Moses, to spot the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the children of Israel. From each tribe of their fathers, you shall send a man, everyone, a leader among them. So everybody, we need one leader from every family. Y'all don't understand that. That's why that's that Joseph anointing. He needs one leader from every family. That's why you've been trying to get all your family to come here and they won't come yet. But, you, but you're the one, you're the one that's going to go in, you come in, and God will let you spot a land and let you see what it looks like, see what it is. Then you can go back and show somebody, hey. How do I know? Look down at verse 20. 
Now Moses is talking. He, he's, he's telling them what God said. Verse 20, when you go spot out, I want you to see whether, whether, this is, the, I want you to go and judge. What you're going to find is going to give us a determination as to whether the land is rich or poor. That's what we say. I want you to know whether the land is rich or poor. And whether there are forests there or not. Be of good courage. And here's how we're going to know. Because you can't take pictures. There's no iPhone at the time. There's, 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 there's no Google Pixel at the time. There's no, there's no Sony camcorder. There's nothing. You, can, you can't take any pictures or photos. Uh, and we, you know, we can go by your word, but we want some evidence that it's rich. We need some evidence that where we're going is rich. So they said, and bring some of the fruit of the land. Now there's all kind of fruit that's there. But notice the Holy Ghost specifically says, now the time of your visitation. Now your time. You'll catch this by next Tuesday. Now the time was, is the season of the first ripe grapes. We have entered into the season of the first ripe grapes. That means it's now. You ain't got to wait 20 more years. You've been waiting 20 years. This is time up. Now we have entered into the time of the season of the first ripe grapes. When the harvest has come, now it's time to put in a sickle because now it's the first ripe grapes. And if it's the first ripe grapes, it's going to be a second ripe grapes. It's going to be a third ripe grapes and so on and so on. Come on, sir. This is just the beginning, This is what God said. This is how you're going to know whether the land is rich. When you run into this season of the first ripe grapes, Uh, 21 so they went up and spot out the land from the wilderness of Zin as far as Rahab near the entrance of Hamath and they went up through the south and came to Hebron Ahimon, Sheshai and uh, Tamai and uh, descendants of Anak were there giants now Hebron was built seven years before Zoan was uh, in Egypt verse 23 then they came to the valley of Eshcol of Eshcol rather and there cut down a branch, a branch, a branch with one cluster of grapes. A branch, one cluster. They carried it between two of them. Now get out of your mind going to Publix, going to Save-A-Lot, going to Albertsons, going to Cash and Carry, going to wherever the Walmart or somewhere, and you go and get you the little bag, and you can carry them in your hand, you can put them in way on the little thing. You know? This ain't that. This is a cluster so big. Now don't, don't get in your mind the grapes big. 
how you eat grapes that big. No, it's not grapes big. It's a cluster itself. It's so big, so heavy, so full, so plentiful. It takes two men. First of all, to have grapes is enough sign of prosperity. But to have a cluster so big that it takes two men to carry one cluster. Y'all don't understand. That this kind of prosperity God is talking about. Oh, man. You keep thinking about Luke 5. When Jesus was on Peter's boat, Peter got such a big load that it took two boats. They're used to, they're used to letting down their net eight, ten, put it up eight, ten times and filling up one boat off eight drops. There are eight Pull up one load, throw back down, pull up one load, pull up, throw back down, pull up below. But here they go, and Jesus shows up, and they pull up one load that sinks two boats. That's lump sum like you ain't never seen. This is what they, what they saw. Everybody say grapes. I remember a vision the Lord gave me. Some of y'all remember that? I was, I was in the spirit. And the Lord gave me a vision. I was standing up here. I'm ministering to a crowd just like this. And I looked up over the crowd right about here. There was a giant cluster of grapes so big it was suspended from the ceiling and was right over their heads over here. I know what that meant. That God is bringing prosperity on his people in this house. Because grapes is the divine symbol of prosperity. Go to Amos. Go to Amos. Let me keep going. Amos. Give me Amos 9. And uh, verse 13, please, in the uh, New King James Version, please. Thank you, Lord. Amos 9 <laughs> and 13. Are you there? Yes. I'm going to start at verse 11. Start at verse 11. Start at verse 11. On that day, I will raise up the tabernacle of David, which is fallen down. Tabernacle of David. Come on. Come on. What's the tabernacle of David? What's the tabernacle of David? What is that? Come on, sir. Somebody already said it. It's the tabernacle of praise. The tabernacle of David is praise. He said, I, on, on that day, I will raise your praise back up. Are y'all seeing this tonight, ladies and gentlemen? He said, which has fallen down. What happens when your praise falls down? When the joy is dried up. Nothing happens. There's no produce. Nothing, nothing, nothing manifests. Not, nothing appears. Nothing, not, nothing changes in people's lives. He said, repair its damages and raise, I will raise up its ruins and rebuild it as in the days of old when David was a praiser and would get my attention. 
to make the Lord of hosts manifest. That they may possess, that they may possess the remnant of Edom and all the Gentiles who are called by my name. Says the Lord who does this thing. Behold the days. Once that temple of praise is rebuilt, Come on, help me out, Elder Baker. Once that praise and worship temple, tabernacle is rebuilt. Once we praise God with a radical praise, once we get back to really dancing before the Lord like we ought to, when, when, when we start really moving and shaking ourselves like David danced before God with all his might. And not a cutesy tootsy little. Hallelujah. No, David, that brother danced with all his might till he, the Bible says he danced out of his linen ephod. Which in that kind of term, with, with, he wasn't physically naked, but it was like being naked. It's like being left in your, in your underwear. I'm not asking anybody to do that, but I'm talking about, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, it, it ought to be, it's it okay if you sweat a little bit. It's all right if your, your do is, is undone. Tell you that, it's all right if your do gets undone. You just do it again. Matter of fact, you praise God like your auto, he'll pay for the hairdo every week. I already told you he'll pay your bills and leave a tip. It's a bill. It's a bill. Ain't it a bill? Ain't it a bill? He'll pay your bill and leave a tip. But we got to rebuild the tabernacle of praise. That's why we got to make a joyful noise to the Lord. Behold, the days are coming says the Lord when the plowman shall overtake the reaper and the treader of, that's what Obed-Edom was the treader of grapes him who sold seeds it's way past your seed your, your seed only gets you in the process. The stuff God is doing that we've been seeing, most of us, well, you hadn't sown necessarily sown seed for that. You're just in the process. Glory to God. But he said it's gonna you're gonna overtake. Which means which means while while you while one is still doing his thing. The, the other one's coming behind him doing the next thing is it's, it's keep this come on come on notice what he said the mountains shall drip with with sweet wine and the hills shall flow with it nobody talking about all all his grapes it's prosperity don't let nobody fool you and think, make you think this scripture is talking about prosperity. Matter of fact, when I say prosperity, I'm literally talking about M-O-N-E-Y, money. Let's just make it plain. 
Let's make it plain. Now he'll he'll keep you healthy, keep you strong, and bless your marriage. But he's talking about M O N E Y. Bitcoin. I really want mine in gold and silver. <laughs> Give me that same verse in the message translation. Yes, indeedy. Yes, indeedy. Yes, indeedy. Do I have Do I have any Gittites in the building? Do I have anybody who's willing to tread some grapes who dance on your grapes? Who will rebuild a temple of praise? Well, I have good news for you. Yes, indeed. It won't be long now. Tell your neighbor, we already in these 90 days. It's already gotten started. This is day 24. The next 66 days are going to be off the chain. And I don't know when your day is coming, but it won't be long now. The line is moving. Ha ha. Ha ha. Things are going to happen. So fast. Like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, Lord, hold up, hold up, Lord, hold up, hold up, hold up. Your head will swim one thing fast on the heels of the other. You just finished giving one testimony, and by the time you get back to your seat, you check your phone, and oh my God, I gotta tell this testimony right here. Isn't that something? Can y'all handle that? Can you, I mean, can you really uh, uh, fathom continuous manifestation? You won't be able to keep up. You won't be able to keep up. Demand is too high, sir. I'm talking about for the Gittites. If you ain't no Gittite, I ain't talking about you. <laughs> Everything will be happening at once and everywhere you look. the mountains and the hills. You won't be able to keep up. This is what he's talking about here. Obed-Edom was down there. He wasn't on the hill. Obed-Edom was down in the where the wine was flowing. Now, when it flowed down, you know, it picks up steam. It, it, it picks up, it just flows. Gravity is going to pull it down. It's, it's, 
ain't nothing to stop it. It's just. Sit down. It's at 9 o'clock already. Go to Joel 2. I haven't even gotten to my three points I wanted to make. I got three points. They're pretty good, too. Joel 2. Joel 2. Believe all that. Oh, oh, that's fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You won't You don't believe it's not make my faith of none effect. You don't believe it has nothing to do with me. No, if you can believe all things are possible. If you don't believe, that's, that's fine. This, this is America. You don't have to believe anything. This America, you don't have to believe anything. You can believe this is just hype. You can believe this is just hype. You can believe this is just hype. That's fine. I mean, but at least, at least believe the testimony. If you don't believe the prophecy, at least believe the testimony. That came as a result of the prophecy. You gotta be a pretty dumb something if you don't believe the testimony that came. No, it's, we're still talking about grapes here. Yes. Joel 2, 21. Fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done marvelous things. Do not be afraid, you beasts of the field, for the open pastures are springing up. And the tree bears its fruit. The fig tree and the vine yield their strength. Now, vine here is referring to grapes. And it says, yield their strength. That word strength is the Hebrew word, kayil. That word kayil, we know, is translated strength, but it's also translated riches. It's riches. So the, the vine, the grapes, are indicative of yielding riches to us. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain faithfully. He will cause the rain to come down for you, the former rain, the latter rain, the first month. The threshing floors shall be full of wheat, and the vats, vats shall overflow with new wine and oil. So I will restore to you the years. One visitation, I told you, will restore. The years that the swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust, the consuming locust, and the chewing locust, my great armor which I sent among you. Verse 26, you shall eat in plenty. In plenty. In plenty. Say it again, say plenty. Say it again, plenty. Now notice it didn't say you shall eat plenty. It just said eat in plenty. You got know what I'm saying? You don't have to eat a lot, but you'll eat in a lot. Which means there's always a lot available. 
satisfied. And praise. That's what it is. Manifestation just produce more praise. And the more praise produced, the more, the more visitation. And more manifestation. And more praise. Who has dealt wondrously with you and my people? So never be ashamed again when they at the grocery store and got to swipe that car and hoping it goes through. Never be ashamed to get the phone call and you trying to avoid a phone call and then find out they called your cousin looking for you. I remember one time my wife and I, we were back in debt, boy. We were back in debt. One day found out the people had called, they called the Gershman Bashir house. Like, how y'all calling them about our debt? We're not related. Never lived together. But I see, that they, they get on Google just like you get on Google. And they find out somehow we had some kind of connection or whatever through the church or whatever. And they called their house for us on our debt. You talking about shame? You talking about angry? But shame? But my God. They can't shame me no more. They can't shame me no more. <laughs> That's exactly right. That means the same thing gonna happen to you. Y'all ain't gonna be shamed no more by anybody about anything ever again in your life. Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Christopher, watch this. That's after you are, you've eaten in plenty and are satisfied and you've been restored and he's caused rain to come on you. Verse 27 says, then you shall know. Wait a minute. I thought we already knew. He said, no, you didn't know. Remember we talked about lifestyle evangelism? When I bless you, then you're going to know that you know that you know. You're going to know, know. bless you to make sure you know know that I'm in the midst of you not just that I'm just alive but I'm in the midst of you I've, I've visited you I'm the Lord your God and there is no other my people should never be put to shame give me give me verse 27 in the message please the message Bible message watch this glory to God this this will bless you you'll know without question that I'm in the thick of life with Israel. That's your, his people. That I'm your God, yes, your God, the one and only real God. I'm gonna I'm I'm make you stop questioning anymore. I'm gonna end all your arguments. I cause wars to cease. My people will never be despised. Glory to God. Y'all, can I have, can I have uh, a few more minutes? I'm going to go through these real quick. Now, let's look at something here real quick. Remember, remember now this is all happening. We talked about Obed-Edom's house. Obed-Edom the Gittite. The wine presser. The grape treader. So when the ark, of the ark shows up at his house, unusual manifestation happens. Unusual prosperity happens. Now, here's what I want want you to hear. Hear me well. Hear me well. Y'all listening? Obed, Edom, 
didn't have to make this happen. It's very important y'all hear what I'm saying to you. He didn't have to do anything to just to make this happen. This prosperity, this manifestation. It happened just because he served God. Y'all got to hear me on this. Because one, we talked talk about this this morning in prayer. That one of the dangerous things in a time like this is when you hear a word and you've got a prophetic word and this not as a manifestation and oh God's doing supernatural things is all of a sudden you start putting your hands in it manipulating trying to make something happen I'm talking to the wrong people you start getting involved you try to now make something happen in these 90 days but it's not to, up to you to make something happen it's God is visiting and he's making things happen your job is to just keep up your praise and your worship and your serving and your honoring God and keep doing the things that God tells you to do to obey God if you keep doing those things then God's the one that's making these things happen The testimonies we've heard so far, I, I can guarantee you nobody who testified did anything unusual out in terms of that area to make these things happen. They just happen. You're in a, in a time frame of stuff just happening. See, we, we move now beyond just faith. Into, into the grace and the glory of God doing something on your life. That by your faith, you have access, grace. God's ability, God's power, and he's causing things to happen in your life. The Bible says God is able to make all grace abound towards you. So that you always have all sufficiency for all things and abound to every good work. So tell your neighbor, say neighbor. Don't try to make stuff happen. Let it happen. Just let God do what he wants to do in your life. Some time ago, the Lord told Pastor Kim, said, I don't need your help. I just need your cooperation. Tell your neighbor, God doesn't need your help. He just needs your cooperation. In other words, yes, Lord, I agree. <laughs> I agree to prosperity. I agree to healing in my body. I, I, I agree. I agree to, to my marriage, I agree to my children, I, I, I agree to whatever you want to do for me, God, I agree. I agree to a promotion, I, I agree to a new job, I agree to a raise, I agree to a bonus, I, I agree. I agree to, to millionaire status. I ain't got to figure out how it happens, God, I, I just agree. Two of us are walking together and we agree. That's all I got to do. My work is to believe. So God doesn't need my help. Now, go back to Joel. Y'all still in Joel? Yes, sir. Real quick. I'm going to show you what we already saw. And then you can go home and praise your God again. So if I don't have to make it happen, then what's my job, Pastor? What do I do? I feel like I should be doing something during these 90 days. How many of y'all felt like that? <laughs> Tell the truth. You felt like, well, okay, well, I'm supposed to be doing something. What, what am I supposed to do? 
I'm gonna tell you what you're supposed to do. You wanna know what you're supposed to do during the 90 days? You got 66 days left. You wanna know what to do every day? Joel 2, 21, fear not, be glad, and rejoice. Fear not, be glad, and rejoice. Do you notice that when God told him, fear not, be glad and rejoice, he then goes on uh, in verse 21 in the King James, and the King James says, for the Lord will do great things. You just fear not, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. I don't have to do the great things. I just fear not, be glad and rejoice. For he will do great things. Then drop down, to, please, to uh, verse, verse uh, 23. Verse 23. Be glad then, you children of Israel, children of Zion, children of Zion here. That's us. And rejoice in the Lord your God. So be glad and rejoice. For he has given you the form of rain faithfully, and he will cause. So we've gone from he will do to now he will cause. So it seemed to me that the one doing all the real work is God. My work is to believe. My work is to fear not, be glad, and rejoice. Tell your neighbor, fear not, be glad, and rejoice. He will do, and he will cause. He's going to cause your breakthrough and your breakout. He's going to cause your manifestation. He's going to cause you to receive something supernatural. What we see here are three things. We see, we see expectation and, and expectation uh, characterized. We see the assurance of expectation. We see the, the action of expectation. And we see the attitude of expectation. The assurance of expectation. You know, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is. So that's why the first command is fear not. Remember, remember we read Luke 7? When that, Jesus ran into that woman whose son had died. And they're crying. The first thing he says is to her, hey, stop weeping. Many times he goes to the, to the disciples and talks to them and says, hey, fear not. Yes. Elijah shows it to a woman and says, fear not. Why? If you, if you fear, you're not in faith. So when he says fear not, what, he's, what we're really saying is get in faith or get in the expectation. Hello? 24 days in, how many of y'all have some faith and expectation? Well, the rest of y'all better get it quick before these days pass you by. I ain't expecting nothing. Well, ain't nothing going to happen. You good. You good. You good. But people who will get an expectation, they're going to receive and see something. So you got to believe the prophets. Believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe his prophets. Believe it's, so what the prophets have prophesied what I prophesied over you and to you is going to happen if you believe it so then what are you believing so he said fear not why fear not because fear makes for hasty and rash decisions 
When you get in fear, you make hasty and rash decisions. But faith, we talked about this this morning, boy, faith is never in a hurry. Faith is never in a hurry. Faith is never anxious. Pastor Kim said something big on, the Lord said something through her at the end of service on Sunday. He said, this is not the time to work your plan. Give him these 90 days to show you the great plans he has. And as you, you sit down, don't, don't start your new plan. You, like I said, you, you, I'm going to help God out in these 90 days. And this don't mean you don't finish what you've already started. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about now don't you come up with your own plan. I, I know how to make this happen. Come on, tell the truth. How many of y'all have ever, ever tried to give God a plan? Some suggestions. Try to give God some subtle hints. God, you know what? You could just do it this way. I could, I could just, you know, get a knock on the door and the black van outside, a bunch of balloons and a big old giant check, 5000 a week for life, and then I'll pass it on. I'm, Lord, I'll, I'll give it to the church. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to help. I have the church. We're going to negotiate with God. We're going to make God deals. He don't need your deal. You just fear not. Get in faith, get in expectation. Yes. Don't make any rash, rush decisions. All right? Number two, be glad. This is it, boy. Everybody say, be glad. Now, fear not is the assurance of expectation. Be glad is the action of expectation. Now this didn't make sense when I first saw it, but after when I looked these words up, yeah it did, okay. Gladness is the action of expectation. You would think it'd be rejoice, but it's be glad is the action. Why? The word glad comes from the Strong's uh, H1523 Gil, G-I-Y-L. Watch this. You ready? To rejoice, to exalt, to be glad. From a primitive root, properly means to spin round under the influence of any violent emotion, to dance, to leap for joy. He's talking about you. What you do in this time is get a violent praise. No, little cute little praise. No, this, 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 what he said, said, fear not, be glad. He just mean, he don't just mean put a smile on your face. He means dance. Leap for joy. Spin around under the influence of any violent emotion. Rearrange the furniture if you have to. Expectation. When you're really expecting something from God, expecting something to manifest like you've never had before, you're not going to be cute and, and collective and calm and quiet. You're going to dance up something. 
Y'all gonna lose some weight over these 90 days. <laughs> I mean, if you really work this thing right, you're gonna increase financially and decrease physically. More money, less weight. More power, less weight. More joy, less weight. More manifestation, less weight. This is what he's saying here. Now he's given us the keys to manifesting these during these other days. Keys that's going to cause him to make rain come down on your fields. Fear not. And dance like you're crazy. Dance like you're. Alright, I'm done. Well, I'm, I'm, I know I'm, I'm reading one more, but I'm done because most of y'all worn out. Rejoice. Rejoicing is the attitude of expectation. Because when you look it up in, in the Hebrew, it means to be joyful and be merry. It means to have a cheerful countenance. Hmm? It means to have a cheerful countenance. That means if you're happy, you know it. Then your face, come on now. Look at somebody's face, look at, look at their face and you can tell, oh boy. If you're happy and you know it, if you're in faith and you know it, if you're expecting and you know it, if God is good and you know it, if you know he's going to come through these other days and you, if you know it, then your face. will surely show it. It's the attitude. It's the attitude. When you wake up in the morning. Oh, no. Today is probably my day. I came home. Man, I'm going to praise me some God. Hallelujah. This is this, the day, boy. Oh, my God. It might be in the driveway when I go outside. It might be in the mailbox when I get back home. It might be on my desk when I get to work. It might be in the bank when I check my account. Let me check my account. I might get a phone call anytime. Your car been paid off. D, that, that's, that sounds good to me. You want a you call from Demet. Uh, sir, are you are you Robert Lemon? Yes, this is Rob Lemon. Um, someone has come in and, and paid for an XT5 for you, 2019. We need you to come on and get it, sign some paperwork. We already have the title for you ready. How would you dance then, D? Come on now. I'ma dance, I'ma dance, I'ma dance for you. Go get that XT, XT, XT5.
Do the runner man going all down US 19. See, but if that's how you're going to do it when it manifests, that's how you got to do it now. With expectation. Because your twirl, your whirl, your dancing, your spinning wildly, your spinning violently is an attitude. It is your, your, your action of expectation. So I want you to imagine, imagine then when David went to go get the ark, this is what it looked like. And that's why God showed up. And that's why when it was left at Obed-Edom's house, everything turned around in his life. In three months. This is where we are. This is what God is doing. And this is how you and I have to um, entertain him. That's, that's just the first word. I, I couldn't come up with another word. To how we have to host God. That's what entertain means. You're hosting him. We're hosting God. Fear not. Being glad. And rejoicing. So he wants to come and hang out with us. At our church. At our house. At your business. At your job. Some of y'all might need to go in your bathroom at, at, the, at the job. Go and in, go in stall number two. You know stall number two. The end cap stall. The handicap, the handicap stall. Right, you got a lot more room in the handicap stall. That way you can jump around, jump around. When you finish this, put everything back on. Good morning. They don't know that you just shifted the atmosphere. They don't know you just shifted the atmosphere of that whole complex. That's how you do it, ladies and gentlemen. That's how you do it. Stand on your feet. Man, man, man. Man, man, man. Fear not. Be glad. I pray to all. I pray everybody gets more flexibility in their joints. I curse arthritis, inflammation, and all your bodies. You can move like you really want to move. Dance like you really want to dance. And 
twirl like you really want to twirl and she's doing a squirrel back there or something what you doing a squirrel she about to get her real she might be praising for a husband or something I don't know a husband she's Look at her, look at her, boy. She's gonna get her husband. Now wait, now wait, wait now. Y'all remember the story in the Bible? When those men, I think, were the Gibeonites, they, they had run out of women for wives. So the command was, we're gonna go down there to body in bushes. And when the women come out and dance, when we see the woman out there dancing for the Lord, catch you one. All the single ladies. You ready to be caught? Ready to be snatched? Snatched. Rather get you a different kind of dance on now. Not that hoochie coochie dance. I'm talking about a. Not that seducing spirit dance. I'm talking about the dancing for the Lord with all your might. Glory to God. And all of a sudden, you got to put favor on somebody for you. If you stand out. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Glory to God. Everybody get this tonight. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, don't be left out. Tell them, don't miss your time of visitation. Tell them it's your day for your peace. That's what Jesus said. It's your day for your peace, your prosperity. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Hallelujah. Father, we agree with your word. We believe you. We will. We will not fear. We will get in faith, get an expectation and stay there. And then we will be glad and rejoice we will be exceedingly glad and rejoice for you will do great things for you have done marvelous things you will cause the rain to come down the former rain the latter rain will come down together and you'll cause the grapes to be in abundance thank you for the sign of prosperity for the vision of prosperity that is coming on your people in such a supernatural way, God, that not only will the world know, but according to what your word said in Amos, Lord, we're going to know. We're going to know according to Joel 2, Lord. We're going to know that you're the real God. No more questions, no more doubting, no more wishy-washy, no more wavering in our minds. We will know that you're the real God. And then the world will know that you're the only true and living God. Father, we bless you. We praise you. We adore you. As we leave from this place tonight, God, I pray that, God, as we continue to rebuild this temple, this tabernacle of praise, this tabernacle of David, that as we praise you and worship you and dance and twirl and sing and run and shout and leap for joy, that you'll continue to manifest your glory, your spirit, your presence in this place, and that, God, you'll do supernatural things. God, bless us tonight as we leave from this place, never your presence. God, keep us, Lord, until we come back this weekend, Lord, and bless us, Lord, at our home and our, and our jobs, at school, wherever we are, Father, and let us find 
everything and order nothing amiss, Father. And Lord, we look forward, Lord, that tomorrow, tomorrow just might be my day. You already cause the financial miracles to happen in our lives every day. Think of that testimonies that are creeping in will begin to explode and pop like popcorn and begin to intensify in quantity and magnitude in greatness in loudness the testimony gets so big so loud that the whole region sees and hears and knows what you're doing in this place God we thank you Lord that you're the Lord of hosts and you will do it we give you praise and glory and honor we pray in Jesus name if you agree shout amen, amen.